Welcome to Res Talk, your source for the latest news, opinions, and training from top building performance, rating, and auditing experts. Here's your host, committed building science enthusiast and registered professional engineer, Bill Spohn. Welcome back to another episode of the Res Talk Podcast. It's our goal here at the Res Talk Podcast to communicate some late breaking news and thoughtful insights about the broad array of topics in the rapidly expanding world of residential energy ratings to the broad array of stakeholders in the ResNet ecosystem. So whether you're a consumer, rater, builder, realtor, or appraiser, you want to hear more about the evolving trends in home energy ratings. To the ResNet community, we hear you and wish to engage. Now each year, a new president of the ResNet Board of Directors takes the helm. The president brings their own background and experiences to bear upon the role. But how do decades of experience in building while documenting millions in construction defects lead someone to take on a leadership role such as this? Well, today we're pleased to have John Hensley share with us the priorities he has as the incoming president of the ResNet Board. He first takes us on a little journey of his past career to shed some light on what drove him to become a Raider in the first place and why he's decided it's important to take on this role as president. John also shares how much of the blood of construction runs in his family and the changes he has seen over his lifetime in ResNet and the construction industry in general. So let's listen in on our conversation with John Hensley the incoming president of the ResNet Board. Good afternoon, John. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Good. You're dialing in here from where? I'm in Virginia, where it's a little cold right now, a little bit of snow coming. Very good. I want to just give a little perspective. We're going to talk about the priorities for the year, seeing you are the incoming board president for ResNet, and congratulations on that. We'll get a little perspective on where you come from. How long were you involved in the industry and what changes you've seen? And maybe is this a family thing or is this just something that John does? So I'm going to step back in my prior careers just to give you where I came from in order to tell you where I am with the industry now. Part of my career life was a builder, a developer, and electrician, a plumber, and a mechanical contractor. So we had all the licenses to do all that type work. And I retired from that some years ago and went to work for a engineering company in the DC area. And I was their vice president for some time, training mechanical engineers and training their staff. And one of the business models that they had was helping builders with construction defects. Over the years that I was with them, I wrote millions of dollars of construction defect repairs. Everything from window repairs to HVAC, from single family to multifamily to condo buildings and whole community repairs. And from that was born a need to help builders build it better the first time. Get ahead of the problem before they become problems, costly problems. That's right. As a company, we agreed then we need to be a raider. So I was asked to become a Raider, and I did that in 2008, immediately became the QAD, and then I was tasked with writing our Energy Star program. So that company would rate homes and do Energy Star homes certified, qualified, and that continued to move on to a national program that that company did for builders across the country. I stayed with them till 2014, retired again. And I sat home for three months. What am I going to do now? I'm going to go back into consulting. My wife is happy of that because she got tired of me being around the house. 
we started building performance solutions and immediately I adopted Build Better. Since then, we've been helping rating companies for the most part. We're a rating quality assurance provider and we're a training provider. And so as I started training when I was with this prior company, I loved it. And I loved sharing what I've learned in the practical application of construction, but also in the design application of construction. So from the design, the implementation, the engineering that goes into that, and then through my life of experience, tearing it apart and figuring out how to fix what's wrong, to providing consulting to those that need it and training to those that seek it. I share that information. And in doing so, we're able to help builders, rating companies build better through knowledge and the application of the building science. Excellent. What's your service territory for the consulting, the training and the QA provider? Our company since 2014 has experienced huge growth. We're very pleased with the way the company has grown. We wrote our policy on our plan for the company, and it called for moderate growth, but we're very pleased that we've had pretty much double-digit growth ever since we started. So we started as a Virginia company, and we're still a Virginia company, but we have a footprint from Florida to Massachusetts to California. And we currently have contracts in multiple states across the country. And some of those are with rating companies and some of those are with national builders and local builders and regional builders. But again, sharing our consulting and helping those that can use our help. Excellent. So you had mentioned beforehand that this blood of helping and construction industry runs in the family. Tell me just a little bit about that. Our children, my one daughter, she raises babies. Mm-hmm. She has a farm. Occupants and, for the fine houses you help build, right? Yes. I get to help as a consultant and a past builder. We get to help them build their houses. So I've helped with each of my children's houses being built. And then our family has stayed in the industry. My youngest daughter works for a builder. She's worked in engineering, and now she's working for a builder to build condos. And she loves construction. In fact, she brings projects to me all the time to help with. Our son, our middle child, he started out working for this company, and we thought, what a great partnership, dad and son working together every day and building a business. Then one day, Habitat called, and I had been working for Habitat 35 years. I've done everything from training affiliates to speaking at the national conferences, and we just love the mission of Habitat. And my son, about 2015, got an offer from Habitat to be a regional manager in building science and his Raider license that he continues to maintain. He used that as well. And that has served him well, not only the building science of it, but to be able to speak about the HERS rating business. And Edwin now is director for Habitat International. He's the construction director for the United States. In fact, he's taken the HERS business to Habitat, and Habitat is now building across the country several homes, Energy Star certified and HERS certified. Habitat International has a memorandum of commitment with ResNet, 
And in fact, Jonathan Rexford, the CEO or CFO of Habitat, is speaking at the uh, as a keynote it's a speaker at the virtual conference coming up. And Edwin is a driving force. Our son is a driving force in that. It makes us very proud that Habitat International, one of the largest builders in the United States, and in fact, one of the largest builders in the world, is doing such a great job with it. And our family continues to help that mission. That's just awesome. I mean, it sounds like you're perfectly positioned here with so much experience to lend as the board president. What's on your agenda for the year? What's coming off of 2019, 2020? What's it look like for 2021 from the board presidents? Well, we want to thank the industry as ResNet for another great year. ResNet is financially very strong. We have had another huge growth from 2019 to 2020. We had another 24% increase in HERS ratings across the United States. As the HERS industry continues to grow, ResNet continues to be a leader in the industry. Over 299,000 homes rated in 2019. We're seeing homes from Florida to Massachusetts to California, and the HERS rating business is strong. One of the reasons that the HERS rating business is continues to grow is ResNet's commitment and cooperation with the International Co-Council and with ACA and with ASRAE, these standards and these code development organizations work very closely with ResNet. And that is not doesn't happen in happenstance. That happens because ResNet is involved from Congress to these other organizations to write standards. And that was one of the reasons that we became an ANSI standard corporation. And ResNet continues to do that and that represents a leadership in the community. Are there any particular aspects of these different points that you've made, the priorities for the year, anything that kind of like rises to the top or things you think you'll be most involved with? Let's start with the ICC. ResNet, in a cooperation with ICC, and that continues to build, is writing standards, and you can go to the International Code Council website and purchase ResNet standards right on the website. ResNet is also cooperating with ICC to write a joint certification for raters, and that joint certification is in order to conduct code inspections for local jurisdictions, certified jointly with ICC, so it's a joint certification, says ICC slash ResNet. The HERS rater then is certified to conduct the inspections, and then also learns to be a plan examiner. So the HERS rater gets knowledge of ICCs, a better understanding of how the codes are written and how to understand and interpret the codes, while also being certified in order to conduct the HERS rating, do duct blaster testing, blower door testing, and they can download, after they take the class and pass it, they can download a certification that they can add to their nameplate on their emails and on their certification, right beside their ResNet certification, they can download this joint certification for ICC ResNet. So it allows them to do their more places for them to apply their talents. Jurisdictions across the country, the code officials are looking for qualified folks. They feel confident when they see that a raider or a HERS raider or an inspector because there are BPI and there's other certifications as well. And these are quality certifications. 
but the inspectors are looking to see that they've hired someone or they've allowed someone to do inspections in their jurisdiction that is not only certified, but qualified. We hope and we believe that this will bring more trust in the code officials in our industry and of the particular raters. Any personal experience with that happening, with someone getting that joint certification? The report back that I've gotten from HERS raters that got it, that the code officials truly recognize the ICC. They're learning the ResNet. We would like to believe that everybody knows who ResNet is. So we're getting feedback that way. That's why we're here talking. (laughs) The other thing that we're seeing, and I think this will continue, is several states that have statewide building codes are adopting licensing. As a HERS provider, quality assurance provider, our company gets regular requests from a HERS rater that is licensed in a state, and we have to then certify a document. And that's another reason why ResNet not only has done this with ICC, but ResNet has the certification badge. This is an electronic document that comes straight from ResNet, and it then provides a qualification to that jurisdiction that this rater is truly certified and in good compliance with ResNet standards. And because it's digital, it's sort of all controlled for authority and veracity, that kind of thing. That's true. We'd also talked beforehand a little bit about HERS H2O. Want to shed any light on that? It's HERS H2O is coming. Yeah. So the WaterSense program has continued to do well with Energy Star. And ResNet worked with that program quite a bit. In fact, I took my first water sense training in 2010 at the Raleigh Conference, Raleigh, North Carolina Conference. And it's continued to be strong, but ResNet said, wow, we need a standard for this. So ResNet has developed a HERS H2O rating system, and that is coming online this year. The standard is written and the documents are supported. We're thinking that this is going to be a big deal. If we've already have rating quality assurance providers across the country that have signed up, we know raters are signed up and certified. And that program is kicked off. It's supported by some of the largest builders in the United States. Now, if you're on the East Coast, you're thinking, we have plenty of water and it's not that expensive. But drill down. Look at your water bill. Your water and sewer bills are skyrocketing. It is one of the largest items on your utility bill from the East Coast to the West Coast, from the North to the South. That item is going up. Why is it going up? We're not creating a whole lot of fresh water anymore. We're using a ton of fresh water, but we're not creating a lot. We know jurisdictions across the several states are adopting water efficiency requirements. WaterSense has done really well across the United States. We expect the H2O program to do as well. Getting ahead of the curve. And when you say it's coming online in 2021, does that mean it's being adopted or it's being used already? Or It's been adopted. I think it comes on. I don't have the particular month and I don't want to say something wrong. Okay. So it's this year. Then another topic you'd referred to before was the ACA 310. That's quality installation of HVAC systems. It is. Yeah sort of near and dear to my heart, things I know a little bit about. What's the aspect of that? That was working with ACA on that one, of course. So in cooperation with Air Conditioning Contractors of America, the trade organization for heating and air conditioning across the country, ACA, some time ago, wrote their own quality assurance program. And they weren't the only players. 
the EPA, Dean Gamble and his technical group from the EPA New Homes Program had a substantial play in this. They were a huge part of getting this going. So along with ACA and ResNet and the EPA, they wrote a draft of a quality assurance program that HERS raters can go out and inspect. That was adopted by the board as a priority, and it has been written. It is in the process of final approval by the SDCs, the Standards Management Boards, and the training has been written by our training group, and we expect that to be online by July. I took the training myself. I think it's a great training module. There's four modules that you have to go through. It follows the ACA quality assurance program that they wrote. In fact, I was an advisor on that standard with ACA. What will happen is a HERS rater doesn't have to take the training. They do not have to offer this as a service to builders, but I think they will, and I'll tell you why. I've talked to several builders that are national builders. I've talked to local builders. Not only can the builder get index points for the quality installation of the HVAC system, most builders realize it's a good add-on. We inspect as raters the house as a system. What is a major impactor of the house as a system? The envelope itself, in other words, the outside walls, the floors, the ceilings, and the biggest working system in the house, the HVAC, both heating and cooling. If any of these items aren't installed correctly, we don't have a house working well as a system. So we had a lot of excitement from builders on this. We have raters that are already taking the modules and are ramped up and ready to go. And ACA 310 comes online as a option July 1st, and it's scheduled for mandatory January 1st of 2022. This kind of goes back to your background in construction defects. Can you state how many construction defects were involved in HVAC, for example? Millions. Yeah. You're promoting something to help people get ahead of the train crashing down the track here. There's an old saying, you can spend a dollar to build it right the first time, or you can spend $10 to tear it apart. You said HVAC is a passion of yours. Mm -hmm. As an HVAC contractor, I learned a lot when we started seeing all these problems, but I wasn't surprised. The HVAC is such a huge part of well-working house. I think this is going to be a great program. And like I said, builders and raiders are excited to get going on it. Excellent. What else has got you excited this year, John? ResNet has taken a real part in working with the Department of Energy on tax credits. Everybody talks about the 45L. ResNet is deeply involved with helping the DOE and the IRS and the federal government for that fact of writing responsible software and then helping those organizations put those softwares out there for builders and raiders to use. This is, again, one of those cooperation things. ResNet can't do it alone. And it's not ResNet's job to do it alone, but it is a very important incentive for building more efficient construction. And that goes along with utility programs across the United States to incentive programs for tax credits from the federal government. All these programs build our industry, but more importantly, who do they help? They help the person that's going to live in the house. Often we talk about our builders, the end user. We do. As raters, we work for the builder. But at the same time, the builder works for the homeowner, and in fact, so do we. The whole idea of doing this is to create an affordable home, but also make it comfortable. 
make it safe, make it sustainable. And this is another one of the missions of ResNet. Personally, ResNet was born from the mortgage industry. Each one of these programs, we create a more sustainable home that's more affordable for the occupants. We all win. Yep. Shapes the future, for sure. We covered a lot of ground here today. I'm just going to ask you like a final question. The virtual conference, anything in particular you're looking forward to, the topic area or the a segment, the way it's presented, anything that kind of catches your eye in the virtual conference? I'll tell you, and I had a board meeting yesterday and we were talking about the virtual conference. This is ResNet's first virtual conference. The best thing to say about it is the Raider, the Builder, those that are attend. In the past, we had three days in order to squeeze in as many sessions as possible. I would sit down for hours trying to figure out, okay, I have to be at a meeting during this session. Then I'm going to try to get to this next session. So I would sneak in and out trying to get to as many as possible. What every attendant can have this year is the ability to log in at 10 o'clock at night and go look at as many sessions as you wish. The sessions not only are open to any your time, Mm -hmm. what the attendee wants to do is key on the sessions that are live streaming. Mark those down. So set your live streaming once. I want to attend these live streams. Then at your own pace, go in and look as many sessions as you can. You can enjoy the content. You can look at the handouts that we're going to have. And you can do that at your own time. And you can do it throughout the rest of the year. Full year. Wow. So normally we only have three days to squeeze all this in. And I've taken back suitcases of handouts. This year, your suitcase will be your thumb drive or whatever your drive is that you're storing it on. And you can go back to those as much as you want for the rest of the year. All this content will be available throughout 2021. That's very unique. And I'd say that's going to be a lot less stressful and easier to learn and absorb with that kind of pace that you can set yourself. Yes. And you don't have to wear your mask on the airplane. No, you don't. (laughs) You don't have to get your COVID test before you go to your hotel. But it's sort of like in support, you could wear your COVID mask during the live stream. How about that? Yeah, you could. Very good. Okay. Hey, John, great conversation here. We covered the topic well. Any closing thoughts for the listeners? Nope. I would invite anyone that's listening to this. We hope you had a great conference. We hope that you grabbed as many sessions as possible. For Raiders, I want to say when you're done with the conference, turn in your documents to your rating quality assurance provider so they can update your continued education. And for builders, we're here for you. We support you. And we're here to consult with you because there's some great Raiders with a lot of knowledge and give them a call. They'd be glad to help you out. Do you typically share your contact info? Would you want to do that? I do. Okay. I can be reached at John H, J-O-H-N-H, at bpsconsultant.com. And that's consultant singular? It is C-O-N-S-U-L-T-A-N-T.com. Dot com. Very good. Thank you for joining us here today in the Res Talk Podcast, John. Always a pleasure talking to you. And I, too, look forward to seeing your smiling face in person someday soon. Thanks so much, Bill. Have a great day. like to thank you for listening to this episode of the Res Talk Podcast with our interview with John Hensley. If you're pro in the building market, you can surf on over to resnet.us slash professional to learn more or join the email list. You can also find Resnet on Facebook or Twitter. 
After listening, if you like what you heard today and you've not yet subscribed to the podcast, please consider doing so by typing ResTalk, R-E-S-T-A-L-K, into the search bar in any typical podcast app. That way you'll get the episodes as soon as they launch. Our quote for today is by John W. Gardner. Life is the art of drawing without an eraser. If you want a feedback to ResNet, what you heard today, or you'd like to hear a new topic covered, or just have a general question, please send an email to info at resnet.us. You can also connect with John Hensley by email, with his email address or website is shown in the show notes. We want to thank you for listening to ResTalk and hope you enjoyed this episode and you come back again next time to listen. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening to the ResTalk podcast. This podcast is hosted by Bill Spone and is a production of ResNet, the Residential Energy Services Network. The best way to listen to this podcast is to subscribe on an iPhone using the podcast app or on an Android device by downloading the Stitcher app and searching for ResTalk. If you are willing, a review on iTunes of the podcast app will help others find the show and would be very much appreciated. We look forward to talking again soon on ResTalk. Talk.